Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. The Federal Government has announced an additional $150 million in funding for clean hydrogen hubs across the nation, bringing the total investment up to $464 million. Our very own Bell Bay, of course, as we've spoken before on this, has been earmarked as a potential location. So joining us to discuss the announcement and get an update is Susie Bauer. Susie's the CEO of the Bell Bay Advanced Manufacturing Zone, or BBAMZ. Susie, good morning. Thanks for your time. Morning. Tell us about this uh, wonderful announcement. Yeah, so um, the federal government did announce it a little while ago where they actually um, had four shortlisted uh, or earmarked for it. Um, obviously, they've now increased that to seven, um, but the money's around the same. So it's around the $70 million uh, amount that we can apply for. So we'll be looking at, obviously, to build a, a hydrogen hub uh the reason why you're doing that is around building an industry for hydrogen, not just you know based on one particular project. So we need to upgrade our infrastructure at the port. Uh, we need some upgrades around transmission lines, and we need some upgrades around our water infrastructure. Mm. Um, so that's what this money would be looking at. Uh, but also we would look at um, industry capability and supply chain. So what sort of businesses will um, need to supply into the hydrogen hubs? as well as those proponents. So uh, there's a whole body of work going around that um, that BBAMZ is actually currently undertaking around the supply chain required for hydrogen. And Susie, why is, uh, why is it perhaps reminders why Bell Bay is such a good place for one of these hubs? Yeah, so it does have everything um, that hydrogen needs. It needs to be near a deep port. Um, it needs uh, electricity, uh, access to the electricity. Um, it needs uh, the infrastructure that I've just spoken about, the water infrastructure, etc. Mm. Um, it also needs a really strong labour force as well. So labour becomes uh, part of that equation as well. And as we know, Bell Bay has a great reputation and a long history um, of having um, some great uh, industrial uh, practices there. Uh, and our labour force are actually quite familiar with um with what is required from a safety perspective and you know they are right up to date with all of their training uh, and have the skill sets that are required uh, to just you know upskill to get into the hydrogen area so um, it's a perfect location for all of those five reasons um, but uh, and Bell Bay has land as well so that's the other one so we have available mm. land where these hubs can actually um, and the proponents can actually build their uh, Facilities. Because I know that uh, what we're out of seven, so there's seven um, places that they can possibly out of. Then they need to f- choose four. So uh, are we any closer to a definitive answer, or do we have to wait on Fortescue? I mean, I believe they're making their investment decision um, November. Yeah. So there were um, originally four. Now they've expanded to seven. So um, seven have been shortlisted, and we are one of those seven to be shortlisted. There might be others that actually might apply for the funding. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but certainly from a government's point of view, there are seven that are on the table, um, and we have the full support of our state government, which is um, really critical in this area as well. So um, Fortescue, yes, they will have a investment decision happening by November, which is very exciting, um, but we still have Origin Energy, which will have their feasibility completed by the end of December this year, so we'll have a little bit clearer idea of where um, Origin's going to land. Uh, we still have Woodside that are um, looking at uh, areas that they can um, put a plant in Bell Bay as well. And then we also have Able Energy doing their feasibility study as well. So 
there's a few irons in the fire, so to speak. Oh, good news. I know that uh, with Woodside, last time we spoke, they had that. They were the recipient of a memo of under understanding, if you will, an MOU. But so hopefully that's all moving. It is obviously moving a lot to quicker and closer to an end result, which is butte. And apparently hydrogen production has been a pet project I was reading of the state government since it introduced that renewable hydrogen action plan back in 2019 so we're finally seeing the fruits of this Oh definitely um, you know Minister Barnett has been a big supporter of uh, hydrogen and the Premier has as well so um, they've signalled that this is something that an industry for Tasmania and um, you know we need it we can actually have a competitive advantage because we have green hydrogen as well um, given how our electricity is produced through our hydro scheme. So being able to have green hydrogen is what um, customers are looking for internationally. So we're sitting in a very good position um, to actually bring a whole new industry uh, into Tasmania that's going to be worth billions of dollars and create, more importantly, and secure a lot of jobs into Tasmania. And uh, Susie, as you say, green, I know the economist Saul Eslake, and you would have probably read this, said there was a, a real concern about how the proposed facilities would secure enough power to produce the hydrogen without impacting Tasmania's uh, 200% renewable energy goals. In other words, he's talking about uh, coal. If we're running the Tamar Valley Power Station or importing coal-fired electricity from the mainland... Yeah, look, that's highly unlikely. Uh, I could nearly rule it out, but uh, I won't say totally why I could rule it out. But sure. um, look, we've got that's why we've got wind farm developments that are actually bringing those. So when we talk about renewable, it's not just how our um, hydro is done, although the upgrades to the Taralea station, for example, um, power station that we're looking at, that'll actually double the capacity that we currently have. So there's a double capacity right there. Then you have your wind and your solar opportunities as well that come into renewable energy. So it's not, um, we are sitting quite well um, in our future and, and the government's been planning this for quite some time so that we do are situated to be able to use renewable energy fully and be green for the hydrogen industry. So I don't think we need to have uh, uh, too many discussions or worries about um, coal coming into it. Oh, good one. And uh, I know that with Woodside, they've said the company believed uh, Bell Bay still remains that promising opportunity for renewable hydrogen production. And they've been undergoing, I believe, an EPA assessment for a chemical works facility at Bell Bay themselves. Yeah, so um, what we need to remember too also, so uh, Woodside, um, Origin Energy and Fortescue will all look at producing hydrogen and converting it into ammonia um, and then exporting the ammonia. So uh, that's the, the process that they'll be looking at. And that's why it's green, not blue. That's right. <laughs> um, but to, you're applying for a maximum grant of $70 million, Susie, in the first round of funding. So how would that be used? Yeah, so um, we're actually... Uh, Renewables Tasmania, through Minister Barnett's office, is actually helping us um, and we're doing it as a partnership. So I think they're... Uh, let's be fair, they're probably doing the heavy lifting in this uh, application, um, but we're working very closely with them um, on a proposal that will go to the federal government as a joint submission. So that will be used, um, as I said before, around port infrastructure upgrades, around transmission lines, around water um, infrastructure, but also around that industry capability um, component that BBANZ will sort of concentrate on and around the supply chain and active market activation. So what that looks like um, for creating more businesses, uh, more jobs uh, in Tassie, uh, especially, and this is not just for Bell Bay either. This is actually for the whole state of Tasmania mm. that can actually be part of the supply chain. So don't just think because production 
is going to happen um, of hydrogen in Bell Bay, that there won't be a supply chain that um, is all around Tasmania that supplies into that area. I know the uh, Clean Hydrogen Industrial Hubs program includes two rounds of funding with grant applications for round one opening. Well, realistically, it's only, what, seven days away? Yeah, so the guidelines have actually been um, released, so we've actually managed to get those uh, yesterday. So we're uh, very busy uh, looking at, um, I think we've got till the 22nd of November put our, to put our application in. But again, um, Minister Barnett actually put a working group together a couple of months ago under Renewables TAS. So we've actually been working on um, the background information that we're going to need for this submission for a couple of months. So we're actually um, very close to, you know, we're ready to go. So the timing couldn't be better for us. Um, uh, Renewables TAS had a target at the end of September to have all of that information um, ready. And uh, we're, we're ready to go with that submission. And now we just need to make sure that we've addressed all of those criteria. Tick all the boxes. Now, what other sites um, have been proposed for hubs across the country, if, if, if you don't mind uh, mentioning that? And are they, Susie, as ready as Bell Bay? Oh, look, some of them will be. Uh, a couple, I know Hunter in particular in New South Wales will be um, quite ready as well. Uh, and I believe Gladstone um, is ready. So when NERA, um, which is the National Energy Council, uh, provided some funding, or oh, it would last year around uh, December area, they provided money to develop um, cluster, hydrogen clusters in different uh, states in, in Australia. So... You know, Hunter has had one, we've had one, um, uh, Gladstone, you know, Queensland's had one. So those have been working um, on those hydrogen clusters for quite some time now. So some of them are quite organised and ready to go. Um, I still feel that uh, we do have that competitive advantage, though, over some of those other states because we are green with our hydrogen. I know the establishment grants will cover up to 50% of eligible project costs with the minimum grant amount I was reading of $30 million. The maximum is $70 million. So you're going to go for the whole hog? Oh, of course. <laughs> so you should. Yes. <laughs> and we'll look at, um, you know, how we... Uh, match that funding through um, there might be contributions um, through the state government which they've already got a 50 million dollar um, grant uh, in hydrogen anyway through their renewable action plan for hydrogen so we're already nearly there anyway look uh, very very close i've got to say then uh, moving on you've got this uh, renewable careers expo happening at the end of the month it does sound uh, very exciting but first of all for those that aren't terribly sure tell us about it yeah, so um, we've decided to do something a little bit different to your normal expo. So we've actually asked some um, uh, providers that will only have hands-on um, activities to do for students coming through. So there'll actually be two parts of the Renewable Careers Expo. There'll be a morning section, um, which is just for schools. So we're just wanting to get young people through to open up their eyes and around the opportunities around renewable careers ones that already exist and ones that are to come, as such as the hydrogen industry. So Fortescue will be there, Origin will be there, um, and they'll be talking about, you know, and have information about what sort of um, careers are, and opportunities are available uh, in the hydrogen space. But we'll also have things like the simulated welding um, virtual reality machines there as well from TMEC. Um, we will actually have from Hydrostar, one of our partners uh, in Canberra is bringing... Um, a hydrogen, uh, sorry, an electrolyzer to produce hydrogen. So to actually so show students how hydrogen is produced. Um, the CSIRO are actually bringing their hydrogen vehicle over on the Spirit. 
So you'll be, um, and I'm not sure whether I'll let you drive it, but we'll be able to look at a hydrogen vehicle. So I've driven one and they're pretty cool. So Excellent. <laughs> so this is the sort of thing that we're looking at. Um, you know, we've got a, a private RTO coming and doing a working at height uh, display so kids can get strapped up and, and understand what that training means. So we've got a whole bunch of activities that will engage um, our students and perhaps, you know, get their creative uh, juices flowing about what the possibilities are for them in the future right in our little state of uh, Tassie and, the, and in the Georgetown area in particular where we know a lot of young people, um, we have high unemployment with mm. a lot of young people. So it's really about opening their eyes but also for the rest of the northern um, schools as well. So that's the first half. And then the second half of the day, we've got... Um, the first half, by the way, is pretty darn good by the sounds of things, Susie. Yes. Tell me more. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. So then in the second half, we actually have a competition going and we'll be opening this up to university and TAS TAFE students. Um, and so this is actually to inspire students to use their creativity and innovative approach to problem solving to develop solutions for industry-based projects. So Origin is actually sponsoring this one and Origin are going to come up with a problem that they have in the renewable area and we're going to put it out to TAS, TAFE and university students to try and solve that problem. So in doing so, students will showcase their solutions to industry leaders and businesses in the renewable energy sector. So we will open the competition um, in a couple of weeks uh, for students to register online at our bbanz.com.au website. Uh, once they've done that, then they will release the, the problem that they need to solve. They'll need to provide a video to us on how on their presentation of how they would solve that problem. We will then, as a panel, have to the very difficult task of putting it down to five finalists. Um, and then on the day um, of the 28th of October, which is when the um, expo is being held in Georgetown, uh, we'll, they'll actually do their final pitch to a panel of industry experts and we'll announce a winner on that day. So, um, And we have $3,000 uh, in prizes for them. So oh, Just drop that in there as well, will you? Just 3000 yeah. bucks as well. <laughs> Good. So, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic day. Uh, we, um, Yeah, so we've got, we've already, um, of course, the school part is um, closed a closed session just for school leavers uh, or sorry school aged um, people we've got year 10 11 and 12 mainly coming to that uh, so that's being organized um, and all those schools will come in at uh, particular times we have to do it COVID friendly you know COVID safe of course so oh, we have yes. to limit, yeah. <laughs> limit some of our, our numbers as they come through but we want to make it a really engaging and practical exercise for students to actually really understand what this renewable sector is all about. Speaking with Susie Bauer, CEO of the Bell Bay Advanced Manufacturing Zone and a very excited person indeed about the Renewable Careers Expo. <laughs> but uh, it is in two parts, as you said. I think it's going to be great. I mean, for students, there's so many that love experimenting, love you know, love challenges, and they'll, I think that'll be tremendously successful. But it's also a good idea for those, as you said, Georgetown, and I, I live in Georgetown, so I know the area quite well, and indeed job seekers and those seeking maybe to change careers. What a great opportunity. Yeah, look, it's, um, we'll have all of the industry people there um, and that session is actually from 4 till 6 o'clock um, and that's open, so if people want to wander down and have a chat, um, please feel free to do so. 
And uh, I, I don't. It's it sort of seems quite uh, ridiculous, but to have it, all of that on display where you can actively engage with a range of technologies. I mean, that's a great idea. People love to be able to do that, and not just that, the car yeah. in, in, in space as well. Having that car there, I'm, you know, it's wonderful. That's the future. Yeah, definitely. I, I think having mentioned that, I might get a few um, adults coming down to check that out, I reckon. I think you're going to get a lot coming down to check that, me included. <laughs> uh, it's a heck of a good idea. So realistically, the, the whole Renewable Careers Expo is a hands-on experience. Oh, definitely, and I, I must, I did forget that Rio Tinto are actually um, bringing some robotics for for uh, young people to have a play with as well. So um, that's being organised. So yeah, I mean, it's um, a lot to organise, um, but we want it to be, you know, something that people walk away and go, wow, you know, that opened my eyes to something completely different that I didn't know about before. Well, Susie, you've made it sound wow just by the the, the chat we're having this morning. So, uh, obviously, um, you're assisting schools to engage with the event. You, you, there's bus transport, I was reading, to, to the um, yep. for northern schools to attend the event. So, tell us again, um, where is it, what times, and, uh, you know, that, and obviously people, do they have to book because of COVID? <laughs> Yeah, um, it would be better to um, get registered with uh, Neil. So it's on the Thursday, the 28th of October. School students will be between 10 and 2 p.m. Uh, and job seekers between 4 and 6 p.m. And to register, you can email Neil Gross, so neil.gross at bbamz.com.au. Okay, that's neil.gross at bbamz.com.au. Georgetown yep. Memorial Hall. Students yep. to name to 2 p.m. Thursday, October 28, job seekers 4 to 6 p.m. You've covered one with a lot there, Susie, really? <laughs> oh, well, it's uh, <laughs> our first one that we're trying, and we just hope, uh, I feel that it um, will be very successful. And if it is, we will then uh, replicate this in other industries. So, um, you know, we would look at doing something in the tourism and hospitality industry next uh, because we know that that one is particularly hard hit. Mm, um, and we want to be able to. Um, you know, bring some skill sets in. You know, we, we'd look at doing barista training on site and things like that. So we've got a lot of ideas, but let's get through the first one first, eh? Absolutely. But that, uh, yeah, there's a lot there. Don't add anything else to it. There's so much there at the moment. You probably need to make that for part two. But the the, the idea of the whole Bell Bay situation is that the amount of jobs that will be coming online soon enough is going to be quite extraordinary. Oh, yeah, definitely. So when we're looking at... Um, uh, if we just take the Fortescue development uh, or proposal, so they're looking at a 250 megawatt hydrogen plant. So in relation to that, you'd be looking between 300 to 350 for construction uh, and then you'd be looking at 100 ongoing jobs to operate the plant. Now, that's just their first mm. phase. Um, they w- they're looking at a five-year um, development where they actually go from a 250 to a 500 to a 1,000 megawatt plant. So that's their, uh, that's their vision. Um, so, you know, that's quite exciting as well. And there's uh, a lot of opportunities for people to build their career right here in Tasmania. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And this uh, Renewable Careers Expo is going to be a cracker. Georgetown Memorial Hall, repeating it again, Thursday, October 28. But uh, if you want to find out more, if you want to register, email neil.gross, G-R-O-S-E, at bbamz.com.au. Or we've got all those details here as well. And we'll make sure this uh, chat goes on our website. Susie Bauer, CEO of the Bell Bay Advanced Manufacturing Zone, BBAMZ. Good to talk to you again, Susie. So exciting.
Thanks very much, and I'll see you on the 28th. No, oh, no doubt about that. And, uh, make sure you just sort of put that car aside for a bit of a spin, will you? Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks kindly. Thanks, Susie. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.